When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just met this girl named Buffy. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name. It's a fish. I liked her even though she seemed kind of flaky. But as it turns out... You have been chosen, Buffy. To do what? To stop the vampires. Does Elvis talk to you? And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at my head. And you caught it. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Hi. Hi. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? I'm saving your butt. That is a bad guy. Can we go, please? The Slayer is unmasked. Let's finish it. I think this relationship has potential. Hi. How's it going? You're obviously having a bad hair day. If she can just get rid of those other guys in her life. Stab him in the heart! Christy Swanson. I am so sure. Donald Sutherland. Ah! Ah! Paul Rubens. Ah! With Rutger Hauer and Luke Perry. Buffy, you're not like other girls. Ah! Yes, I am. Buffy. The Vampire Slayer. You didn't even break a nail. Directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. I command you, Suki. Oh my god. Welcome to Recap and Gals, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks, joining me this week and every week. He sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. Uh, caught up on Only Murders in the Building. It's a good mm. show. It's mm. a good show. Uh, they had Paul Rudd this season. Oh. Very fun. I like it. Very him. fun. Um I saw the new uh, Poirot movie in the theater. Oh. I, I I don't like scary movies. This one wasn't scary though. Yeah, but it's but it's billed as like ooh haunting in Venice. Ooh, um, I'm a big Poirot fan though. Yeah, not 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 necessarily what uh, Kenneth Branagh does with it, but uh, <laughs> the the uh, David Suchet uh, from mm. B, the the BBC or I don't know if it's BBC or, or whatever. It's either BBC uh, or Channel Four, I think. Yeah, the one where, where they did about eight eight hundred different uh, mm-hmm. Agatha Christie Poirot novels for TV. And that was awesome. And it was good. It was really good. See Tina Fey show up. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I haven't I seen wanted, things in a while. This is I great. wanted to see it. Um, I have not yet. I was also going to go see um, the new Exorcist. And then every review that I read was like, this is a hunk of shit. How fucking dare he? And I'm like, well, not seeing that. So 
<laughs> stay away. But yeah, I'm happy that was good. I, I might go see that on Friday. I got some, some open time coming up here. So I, I'll take your recommendation and I might, uh, I trust it's, you more than I yeah. trust Ebert. It's at least good enough. I think they're going to keep doing these for a while, which makes me very happy that every two or three years I'll be able to go see another one until, well, you know, and they make money. Old. And so they'll they, keep on doing it as long as they make money. But then they they spent too much on Death of the Nile, and I'm like, oh, are they really are they gonna keep going? They please pick something good, and they, <laughs> and they ended up picking a, another really good story, and and they, and they they did it really well. So definitely check it out. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, Flying Solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief exsanguination and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. I have not been to the movies in a very long time. I was like, mm. and I don't. Like, what was I watching this weekend? I tried to catch up on uh, the morning show and I fell asleep. Mm. So mm. I did see there was a I didn't read the full article, but I got the gist of it that if I think it's like Russian hackers edited the morning show to make it so that Ukraine had invaded Russia or like Russia was liberating Ukraine in the morning show coverage of mm. the Russia Ukraine conflict. I've not mm-hmm. seen the episode. Um, but it's like, yeah, if you watch it in Russia and you have a pirated version of it in Russia, like Russia is the heroic conquering hero in that storyline, and Ukraine is like the dastardly evildoer. So I'm like, oh Jesus. That's wild. There was I was also reading something the other day that like in Russia, like you're not allowed to really show like Western films and like Barbie's like a big no no. Mm-hmm. So what um theaters are doing instead is you buy a ticket to some sort of random short film and then Barbie is the trailer. <laughs> so- oh my god. Oh, yes. well, That's in clever. Barbie, they they acknowledge there is gay. You cannot acknowledge gay and have movie play in Russia. Sorry. Can't oh, no. God. no no. I was- I was trying to think of a, a Yakov Smirnoff joke about Barbie. I'm like, I can't. There aren't any. There's not like in Soviet Russia, Barbie blank you. Like that in Soviet Russia, Barbie play you. Like that's all you got. It's not. There's not a lot you could do with that. So mm-hmm. I apologize to our Russian listeners, but also get your country in order. Um, <laughs> Dana, what are we talking about? Where can we get it? And what is it about? We are talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the film. Uh-huh. from 1992 the film. yes, the, yes film. the film the piece of cinema um from 1992 it's on max i believe is how i watched Hooray. it yes uh-huh. okay uh-huh. might be very elsewhere i just look on things that i subscribe to <laughs> um so it's on max maybe it's on abc what is it, amc theater at home whatever the hell that was i think called. it's on like cinemax and there was one other one like if you have a subscription but by that point i'm like well i'm at the right side of my screen so i'm not going to scroll over farther yeah well no i just mm. but there's always that amc theater at home whatever that yeah. one is i'm sure it's on of. there because they they seem to have everything yeah, yeah. for 2.99 <laughs> um the synopsis via, via rotten tomatoes is uh for buffy summers though this is never stated as her last name in the movie. Know last name but anyway um for <laughs> buffy nothing is the same after she meets merrick so this whole thing is everybody's last name i'm not going to say them because these last names are never mentioned that's a hyphenated last name for him too yeah Merrick Jameson Smythe. No, just Merrick. (laughs) Merrick tells the teen that he's been sent to train her to fight vampires, and he proves himself by displaying his supernatural powers. That didn't happen. Buffy is a quick study and soon takes fellow student Pike under her wing. I don't think he goes to school with her. Repeatedly Mm. saving him from fierce bloodsuckers. But when a very dangerous vampire gets rammed, 
rambunctious. She must go to war again. Um, what is this like? Okay. This is a mess. There's a yeah. lot of problems here. Uh, Most I mean, of it. His supernatural powers are basically just like the powers of deduction. <laughs> like he just kind of yeah. knows what she thinks about stuff. I guess he knows what her dreams are, but like, but that's all right. It, I think no, that's... we can we can definitely talk about the portrayal of uh, of vampire powers in this movie because it's. it's... Uh... Yeah, it's my my notes are loose because I figure we'll we'll have made. some we'll have some things to get into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also, also am terrible writing notes, so I didn't know that Pike was his last name, Oliver yeah. Pike. I thought his name was just fucking Pike. I thought it was just Pike too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know and why then, they gave them full names. Last but not least, must go to war again. Like it's her first time doing this. So it's yeah, like she's an old grizzled vet who's coming out of yeah. retirement. It was. That's a bad. That's a bad synopsis. Um, You're. Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie, a lot of fucking people in this a movie. lot. This I was, cast real, is I was really impressed. Yeah, uh, uh, the titular character Buffy, played by Christy Swanson, Merrick, played by Donald Sutherland, the oh, Donald Sutherland. Uh-huh. They got Donald. He's he had a hell of a career up to, up to this point, and then it's like, you know what? I'm in. That's why, why I say fuck it. I'm into it. Uh, Paul Rubens. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear his name said. His name is Amelin. Yes. Amelin? That's Amelin. Lanolin? Like sheep's wool? Lanolin? No, Amelin. Yeah. Amelin. 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 That's a fake name. And his boss, Lothos, is Rutger Hauer, another sure big time fucking star. Uh, Pike's played by Luke Perry. Uh, let's see. Kimberly is Hillary Swank. Forgot she was hey, in this. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Uh, Benny's David Arquette. Mm. Not good. He's uh, not good. He, he's not a good actor. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Principal Stephen Root, always a delight. Yeah. Uh, yep. I was surprised he was in this. I was very. I got so excited when I saw his name in the in the credits. I'm like, I hope he has like things to do and isn't just like a guy who walks through one scene. Yeah. Uh, Cassandra, played by Natasha Gregson Wagner, that's Natalie Wood's daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, from High School that. High, right? Or she's pregnant in something. Is that High School High? I think so. Uh, I think in a couple movies that we've that we watched. Um, not certain. I'm not sure if it's High School High or if that was um, was she pregnant in Dangerous Minds? I don't know. I think high, it's one of those two. High School High. It was High School High? Nice one. That was good. Yeah, in high school for a long fucking time. And man. also in Urban Legend. Yeah. She, oh she, my she, God. Plays, she, she plays high school for good, for good eight years. <laughs> 15 years. That's a that's a, that's a decent run. Um, the coach, played by Mark DiCarlo, local Chicago legend Mark DiCarlo. Mm-hmm. Former host of Studs. You guys are into that. Oh my program. God. I remember Studs. Yeah. Um, that's as soon as I saw him, I'm like, that's the Studs guy. I forgot about um, Studs. Yeah. Uh, let's see the character of Zeph played by Tom Janes. You might know him as Thomas Jane. Yeah. From Hung. Uh-huh. Okay. Hung. Uh-huh. I didn't okay, catch Hung. him. I didn't catch him. What scene he was in. He's the uh, owner of the, of the car of the uh, repair shop that uh, Luke Perry works at. Yeah. The, the pike that lives Jane? above and works. That's in. young Tom Jane. He had said he had a beard. Okay. I didn't yeah. Really... Yep. A lot of, Interesting. A lot of names. I don't really care about. <laughs> a lot of un- uncredited cameos. Do you want to save those? Can should I reveal those now? What do you think? Yeah, we can save those. Save them. There's we'll a lot of those them. too. Just keep, keep, <laughs> people showing up for either one one second, like uh, like like someone who said that they got cut out, but you can see them for a second. 
a lot of folks pop up. This is a good point in the career to have people just show up early on and you're like, holy shit, those people are massive stars now. Yeah. 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 And I, I, for one, was surprised. I, I don't believe this movie is based on like pre-existing IP, right? This is like no. an original concept. Yes. Okay. I was shocked yes. by that because in my mind, this was like a, like a cult, you know, comic book that I just wasn't aware of or some mm-hmm. shit to get big stars to be in this movie, which the plot sounds like a fucking joke is wild to me. They're like, yeah, I'll do this. Well, yeah, I I was going to do some research and I looked up the articles and then I didn't really read any of them. <laughs> but there's one bit of trivia that me, me will help, which we can talk about in the fun facts. Sure. But for them, mm. do we have memories of the first time we saw this film? Uh, you're taking my job now, huh? <laughs> you want to run the discussion? <laughs> Dana, memories for you? <laughs> um, I definitely remember watching this like Definitely not in theaters because I would have been like nine. Right. And I don't think my parents would have let me see it in the theaters. Um, but I feel like I remember watching it on like HBO or something. And like one of my older brothers was in the room and was like making fun of it. But I really enjoyed it. And I still really enjoy it. Or I won't get my grade yet. But I enjoyed it at the time. And I absolutely loved the TV show. These are very different things. But, yeah, I definitely remember watching it as a kid, probably like 10 once it made its way on Max and mm-hmm. enjoying it. All of her clothing is like embedded in my oh. brain. Okay. I remember like every single outfit. Wow. And it was like yeah. weird to have it washing over me. I was like, wow. I was nervous. It's a fun I, experience. If I, had, if I had epilepsy, this is a very bright movie. <laughs> I'd be very, it's, I'd, it's, I'd be afraid. It's bright and things move pretty fast sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but not that fast. We'll talk no. about it. Dave, memories for you. Uh, this is another one. Gamma recorded off HBO. Uh, my sister yeah. loved the tape. My sister loves this movie. Me? That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's yeah, but more on that. But uh, yeah, that's so probably a couple years after because it took a little longer from theater to HBO. So I think probably 94, 95. I was probably 13. Okay. No, 10. I would have been 10. My my, my, yeah, my sister young as fuck. 13. So this is it's kind of confusing for me. I swear I have a very clear memory of watching this movie at our house in Seattle, but we left Seattle in 91, which is a year before the movie came out. So it turns out I must have watched it at our house in Houston, but mm-hmm. the family rooms in those houses are radically different. And I'm like, no, I remember fucking sitting in the one in Seattle watching mm-hmm. this with my brother. Um, I didn't. Um, what makes it even more confusing is that in my mind, this was like a fixture movie of my youth. Like we watched it all the time. We didn't own this on VHS. This is not a mm. movie we would have rented over and over again from from Blockbuster. So, like, in my recollection, we watched it a ton. Probably, I only saw it like twice in one weekend in like '93 or some shit like that. But like, yeah, I swore in my mind, I'm like, yeah, we watched this all the time. I, I it's not possible we could have. There's no way my parents is- like, yeah, we're renting Buffy the ninth time from Blockbuster for you two. Is there like a different movie from this time period that it could have been? No, or... it's it's for sure this one. Like oh, it's okay. my memories. There's a, a handful of very specific shots that I've got and lines. Um, Pike, that's a fish, not a name, is one that I remembered. Mm-hmm. Ooh, got to get some. And then he gets flipped over. I don't actually need me right now. Like that. All of these things. I'm like, yeah, I watched it on that couch in Seattle. <laughs> so like I'm very confused. And this is a Mandela effect for me. 
Um, Dana, rewatching it now, did it make the grade or should they've held this back? Well, one thing to its credit, it's like a tight hour 20. Sure is. Get mm-hmm. you in, get you out. Mm-hmm. One thing that detracts from it is that it's a hour 20. And mm-hmm. I think we need like 10 more minutes. Yeah. Even 15 more minutes to flesh some stuff it's, out. It's good enough. I could have handled 20 more minutes of this movie. Yeah, there's. I yeah. think there's more. So I think that's the one thing that you watch it and you're just like, oh, oh. it's over. Like, what? Oh. oh, oh, okay. Um, I would have liked more of this. I would have liked more of that. So it's mm-hmm. like, for for the, again, we always rag on the films that are like two hours and two minutes for like what fucking purpose. Mm-hmm. This is one of the rare ones where I was like, yeah, yeah, give me 20 more minutes. I would love, I would love, because it still would only get you to like an hour 40. Yeah. Um, so I think it's still enjoyable for what it is. It's tight. It moves through things. Don't ask too many questions because answers. you're not going to get any answers. <laughs> Don't think too hard about it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say I'm going to give it a B minus because, again, I would take 20 more minutes of this to just flesh out a couple more things. And I think it would have been a much better film. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a B minus. OK, Dave, how about you? The uh, acting is pretty bad. Um, the parts uh, of it that are okay. No, the play fighting is terrible. Um, we all agreed. My, yeah, that was I, funny. I have I have my own perception about what vampires are, and these are some weak. <laughs> they don't shit. do anything. Yeah, yeah. they're very. They, they, I think I'm more used to the True Blood. They can move real fast and, mm-hmm. and fuck, mm-hmm. and they don't do any of those things in this movie. They, they, there's 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 no sex with the vampires. Oh, it's chased. It's all pretty lame. Yeah, it's very chaste. Um, but yeah, it's a solid uh, hour twenty. There, the uh, the Paul Rubens scene at the end, his acting, it's probably 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 the best acted uh, death sequence I've ever it's, seen in my it's entire the life. Only time Sorry I... to give it away, folks, but that made me laugh. He doesn't it make it. Going. It keeps it, going. That was the um, only moment that I like openly laughed watching it, like <laughs> fully laughed at that moment. I would call it campy. Yeah. Yes, might be yes. a good. It's. Yeah, just like Dan said, don't take it too seriously. It is mm-hmm. what it is. It's not going to be anything super hardcore vampire. Um, no. It's no. not particularly scary. It won't even get. I was thinking one good jump scare. Give us one. Nothing. Didn't so. Didn't feel like. But it. but uh, there's some fun to be had here. Um, C plus B minus. Okay. Good ish. Yeah, I think we're yeah. we're kind of all in agreement here. It made the grade for me mostly because of the nostalgia. Like mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of movies that were clearly written by like dudes in their forties and fifties trying to approximate teenage vernacular. I'm looking at you sleepover. Like Mm. even if the dialogue in this movie isn't actually how Valley girl spoke in the early nineties, damn, if it didn't sound authentic to me, like I wasn't there. Um, The movie feels kind of flat at times and like hand waves most of the lore, (laughs) but like, yeah, it was entertaining. It was, it was short um the action sequences are bad but um no i i think i mostly enjoyed it similar to how i enjoy like clueless because the dialogue of these girls is is fun like they're they're written in a way that's like if this is not accurate i don't give a shit like it's fun and they're doing a good job with it and so yeah that it's like a solid c for me um before we jump into the recap and the segments any fun facts on this one so I will say this is not the movie that or the script that Joss Whedon wrote. 
Oh. Um, he was like a kind of like an unknown, and the guy who directed it like would veto him and let the actors kind of do whatever he wants. Oh, Donald Sutherland in particular, <laughs> right? Well, he has. We have he issues. Was a nobody with Joss. back then. Yeah, nobody Fred back then. Fram? And then nowadays. Is he is he fully canceled or is he just like I think he's fully canceled. Edge of oh, he's fully canceled now. Because okay. he also did like really fucked up shit to Charisma Carpenter, oh. and there was like a role on the set of um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, what, the TV show, when Michelle Trachtenberg was around. That like he wasn't allowed to be left alone with her. Oh, just no. being cr- I didn't read that article, but I was just like, that's never a good sign. It's a terrible uh, sign. Yeah, and even Sarah Michelle Gellar was like. The show is really important to me. I like will always love playing Buffy, but like I can't support or stand behind Joss. Like yeah. he just so he has problems we that have come to light over the past like five years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time he had only like written for like Roseanne and some other TV shows. So like this wasn't the movie he envisioned. The movie he envisioned actually is came out, I think, as like a graphic novel after the fact called The Origin. I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then I think other people have like written and expanded the lore beyond the TV show and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's where it's probably not exactly what he envisioned. So, okay. you know, I think we'll cover some of that. Um, I will say in the trivia that David Bowie, Mick Jagger and Ke- Carrie Ells or Ellis were set to make cameos as vampires, but they were cut due to time and budgetary constraints. What? I want to see insane. that movie. Was this movie on the blacklist or something where everyone's like, I want a piece? Right. That, I tried looking for that. I'm like, was it was, was it because it was Dolly Parton's production company? Do people think that was really cool? Or yeah. I, so, I don't get weird, why man. any of those people would want yeah. anything to do with this. Well, I I think there's like some movie that Joss wanted to make. I was trying to make it in line of that. I can't remember now, but like Luke Perry got the vision. It was something like, I'll try to find it. Um, But I think it was like when you read the script, I think it's one of those things that like, don't worry, darling, was a blacklist film. That was supposed to be amazing. God. Um, You know, that other movie we watched, uh, Hot Summer Nights or something with Timothee Chalamet. They were supposed to be like, I think when you read them are really dope, but then like something happens in translation. <laughs> we so had an I answer for that think... one at least. You let the you let the writer also direct, like not not a not always a great idea. Yeah. So I just think sometimes that can happen. Um, but I want to see the film that those gentlemen wanted to guest star in because it yeah. ain't this. Well, because I mean, on paper. <laughs> This movie feels like it would be akin to like Tammy and the T Rex or whatever, just like a a weird. You know Tammy and the T Rex, Dana? Oh, Dana, you should watch that. It's um, we could we could do it for the pod. It's oh. a teenage girl whose boyfriend dies. His brain gets put into an animatronic T Rex somehow, like full sized Tyrannosaurus Rex, like from the museum. And then it's her and this T-Rex trying to, like, make sure he doesn't get caught by the government, I think, and also fall in love with a dinosaur. It is a hunk of shit. But it feels like if if I if I was to see Tammy the T-Rex and Buffy the Vampire say, I'm like, yeah, these sound stupid as shit. This the, the title and the premise sounds not a, not unlike Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Like, it's weird to me that people are like, ooh, a vampire movie with a valley girl? I want to be in that. But, I mean, but one of these things is not I like think, the others. We remember this one. 
Yeah, it was nobody remembers Tammy and the T Rex. Yeah, it's the it was supposed to be similar or not similar, but like I think Joss and like Luke were talking about it, and it's this movie Near Dark that was like written and directed by Catherine Bigelow in 1987. Wow. Mm. A small town farmer's son reluctantly joins a traveling group of vampires after he is bitten by a beautiful drifter. Hmm. Let's watch that. Right? <laughs> we could do that one for this. I mean, we're spectacular. Um, we could do that one too. I have, an, I have another vampire. Uh, uh, right. And it stars the guy who cheated on Natalie, uh, Natalie Maine, Adrian oh, Pastar. Jesus. Mm. I didn't realize she got cheated on. <laughs> um, yeah. God, anyway. you got a big mouth. Big old mouth. <laughs> back, to, back to this film. Um, so yeah, so I think that's some of the stuff that kind of gets lost. Um, I will say Paul Rubens's look in the film is based off of his mugshot for that oh, incident. Oh god, of shocking. course it is. Oh shit. I did not put him to, I have not seen that mugshot they like put 20 years. Pale paint on him, and then and then they like just leave your hair like that. They just sure did like that. Yeah, looks good. But the thing wow. about it is he kept the look and he reuses it when he appears on what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And he told Jermaine Clement that he's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to do it because it was the coolest I've ever looked. <laughs> oh. Sadly <laughs> enough, he's probably right. Because I was like, mm. he looked like he had all those boils on his face and the mystery man. <laughs> like He's not like he's ever looked cool in a movie. Yeah. Oh, he no. was uh, That episode of what we do in the shadows with the vampire counselor is one of. The be- I don't if you haven't seen it, I've it is never amazing. Seen an episode. <gasps> Everyone tells me I would love it and I believe them. Oh I just haven't ever gotten God. around to it. It is so funny. But there's an episode where there's this like vampiric counselor, and it is almost every movie famous like you're like, oh my God, yes, that person was a vampire in a film. I forgot about it. Like it, it's oh, it's so good. And see what hurts. Wesley Snipes even pops up on a Zoom. It uh, is well, so- I was gonna say he can't be in the US because they'll arrest him for tax evasion. Um, what, what threw it off for me, I listen to and value the NPR pop culture, happy hour podcast. It's, it's just, it's just fun to listen to serious NPR journalists, like talk about pop culture shit and geek out over it. Cause they always make people like excited about the topic. And I'm like, you guys are cussing. You're having a good time. Um, they did what we do in the shadows. And the, one of the hosts who is like their resident genre guy was like, it's not bad but it's not what it should have been based on like the source material what he's like it just it lacks a lot of the kinetic energy that you would want it just it it just feels like a like a pale imitation of what it's supposed to be and it, i'm like oh no <laughs> but everyone's it like takes, oh, fucking great. it takes time to find its rhythm because it is it's almost like when the the office came to america or then okay. when they tried to do parks and rec yeah. after the office it's Every like comedy is bad for a season yeah so it takes some time to get going but it is one of the like we my husband and i try to find ways to use the shit they say like on that show in real life and it just doesn't really pan out but matt berry's delivery of every line he says is so fucking good i might start watching i've almost watched it about 85 times highly recommend it's a show that i'm like let's just watch it from the beginning let's just keep watching it because it's like it's short episodes on fx and I'm just like, let, or short seasons. I was like, let's just start it. Let's just watch it again. Yeah, I, might, I, think I, might, it's so I might start that tomorrow. I saw the movie and I'm like, you know what? This is something. And then they came <laughs> up with the show. I'm like, is, is it just going to be the, it's going to be the movie every week in short no. bursts? No, it's different. Okay. Yeah. Cause they live in Staten Island and they're 
trying to take over America, but they've been here for like 300 years and have never left Staten Staten Island. All right, I might might start watching that. I have work to me finish this fucking recording, so (laughs) I might I might put that on. Um, It's so funny. Okay, we should talk about this film. Let's let's jump into the recap and the segments here. Dana, where do you want to get us started? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now okay the notes are light but i I feel like we'll be okay um so i forgot this this movie opens with a Flash, I don't know what to call it. That's Flashback, a cold open. Cold, yeah, cold open. open. Yeah, sure. A before Sigourney Weaver, yeah. <laughs> thousands of years ago, before Sigourney Weaver. That's that's a, that's a reference for four listeners. It is. Yeah, I don't know if it counts as a flashback if we haven't seen modern day yet. So I think it's just like a historical code open. Yeah, like it's in Mannequin Two, histor- for the record, they have the same thing in Mannequin yes, Two. They yeah. do the same thing in Mannequin Two, but we are uh, just. Set in a scene, I think it's like old English font of middle ages, old times. I don't know. I was jotting down the dark ages, dark ages, (laughs) which is like a 500 year span of history. So wild came after the Renaissance. I always thought what happened there? Um, anyway, or no, the Renaissance, whatever. Renaissance is after the the dark ages, everyone died of plague, and then all of a sudden there was space for new people to enter aristocracy, which is where the Renaissance came. came But something happened before the dark ages where it was like. Ooh, we're getting too enlightened. We're too uh, smart. Well, before the Dark Ages like, was like Reformation. The, well, no, that was after that. Before the Dark Ages was the Roman Empire conquering all of Europe. Yes, yes, yes. So it was yeah. that. I was like, what preceded this? And okay, yeah. anyway, beside the point. But we find out it's really bad costumes, horrible. Oh, wigs. bad. Truly, it was like this was yeah. an afterthought of like, oh, we're we should open this film with something else. But we're set back in this old time to basically let us know vampires have always walked among us. There's always a slayer and she has a mark, which is just a uh, pretty a generic looking mole <laughs> yeah. on her like clavicle. Definitely you gotta give her like that. you gotta give her like definitely a bat-shaped birthmark or something. <laughs> like right? a random be, mole where ninety-five percent of people have a mole somewhere. Like all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if it's raised and has irregular edges and oh, go to go to the in nineties yeah, America, you can get that shit cut off. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not yeah. in the dark ages, but no, but come on. Yeah, get get to the oncologist. But yeah, it's it's the mark. Um, and then there's a watcher that we don't. Do we see Donald Sutherland in the flashback? Yeah, he's there in the oh, flashback. Okay. He looks a lot younger. Like okay. they, I think they had him in like a, like a like a bad full color wig. So it's like oh here is like a like a mossy brown. I'm like, mm, no. yeah. So it's the the Slayer and the Watcher always look alike, mm-hmm. and um, they're always going against Lothos. So you don't know his name at that point. Mm-hmm. And when one dies, a slayer. I'm speaking of when a slayer dies, a new one is born. Yes, and that's really all the lore we get. It's not super helpful, but my thoughts are: this seems like an inefficient system Very. because 
when one dies, which it seems like they always do. They they don't die of old age. <laughs> yeah, we have to wait for a new one to grow up. So mm. vamps are just mm. vamping about while we wait for this a new baby you know, to be born. I got, I got, I got problems in general with this opening with the lore. With the opening, it feels like. I mean, I didn't need this. Just start it like you start. Just one of the guys. Just show like Buffy getting up in the morning, like getting ready for school. That's that's all I need. I don't need you to explain that there's. It's in the title. I know there's vampires coming. You can just show her being a regular no. Buffy in the beginning. No. Um. Secondly, with the the problem of these vampires always being among us, it feels like this is the case. And we understand that vampires are indeed immortal unless they are killed in like one of three ways. Shouldn't like 95% of the global population be vampires by this point? <laughs> like we should be lousy with vampires every fucking where. They don't die. Yeah. So like eventually they're just going to out age all of us. Did they remain regional for a while? I'm, I'm thinking it's like, there's like a split. Out. That, uh, it, 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 they seem to be breaking out in Southern California in this movie. I mean, but uh, so, a rash of vampires in Southern California. But so they get that's hungry a... and, and and they don't know how to control themselves. So yeah, I, I would think there should there be a lot be, of them. We should be ninety eight percent vampire by yeah. now. If we start in the Dark Ages, mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be the case. Well, they they gotta you know make sure there's enough food to eat. So you can't run they wild. <laughs> Yeah, they like humans. Us. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that's why you can't overrun the world. It's that's like a just, human farm. That's they just vampire this one. True blood. They, they don't they do. kill them. Don't oh, kill they them. make that fake blood, right? No, they make nope. You nope. don't drink that shit. You like feel their heartbeat, you, and they know exactly when to stop, so you don't but fucking kill. Them. No, no, no. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. Yeah, there are. I feel like there I, are like I, I, I human like farms in some vampire thing I've watched. Well, there should be. I mean, logic would state that we farm pigs and cows. You farm people. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? I was like, fake blood. Where did where did um Morbius? Morbius makes oh, fake blood that he tries not to seen drink. it and do not plan to. He makes <laughs> fake blood that's supposed to cure like blood disorders, but it ends up making him a vampire. <laughs> no, 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 no. The fake blood happens first, and then he goes. Okay, we don't have to talk about Morbius. We, we should talk about that. I don't want because I saw it, and man, the, how did this get made? Our- the head of this was made on Morbius. It's a good yeah, one. It's great. Yeah. Once we do our our full MCU in chronological order podcast, then we'll talk about Morbius. It. I've done oh, it. Jesus. Almost all of it. Um. Okay. So there's that. So then, like, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit to Lothos because if we're gonna talk about the lore, because it. So I, again, I think things were cut because I was getting this vibe of maybe they go underground, maybe they go in hiding. Maybe something happens to Lothos where, like, the power is diminished because, like, all of a sudden they wind up in, and we can talk about, then we wind up in modern times. We're in the valley outside Pasadena. We're somewhere in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me like uh, Amelin, Paul Rubens, mm. needs to, like, feed the master, feed Lothos to get him back up into power. So, guys, I really do love vampire things. So I watched that. You really do. That's true. I fucking do i hate scary movies i love i'm I'm a fan of vampire stuff too i watched interview with a vampire the other day it's pretty good it's pretty good it's never connected for me vampire my struggles i've heard interview with vampire is good my struggles are it differs from the source material pretty heavily in the opening season so i have to like just get my brain past that because it's Mm. set in like the 1920s and it should be set in the 1600s so that really Mm. bothers me but i'm gonna keep working through interview the vampire but i watched that um 
that uh, movie Renfield. So I watched Renfield. Oh, I love Renfield. Oh, and it was like Nicholas Dracula. <laughs> Yes, Nicholas Cage's Dracula is his weakened. He's diminished, so they have to like slowly start feeding him. So I was getting maybe that vibe that like maybe the last layer really drained Lothos or something happened. So like maybe they've just been underground for a while, laying low. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like maybe there's a sense that they're drawn to the Slayer and the Slayer is drawn to them, which seems stupid and in a like, very dumb. It seems like stay away from her. She's trying to kill you. Also, he's trying to kill. So I had some issues with that because they don't explain it, but you see it. He keeps Lothos pops up in her dreams. Yeah. Calls to her. It's almost like the Phantom of the Opera. You know, Uh it's like that's on come to me. Like (laughs) it's 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 weird to me because again, there so It's like a really 80s Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's like yeah. that come oh, I can't think of it right now. Well, it's school with, days, school days. With, <laughs> with all this singing, I was I did just see um on Instagram someone posted the video of the first time uh oh god, what is his name? Uh, Jason Siegel sings his vampire Dracula mm. like oh, yeah. musical at the Duh. table read for the first time. Duh. And no one from the cast knew what the song Duh. was. <laughs> Like watching everyone react to this for the first I time, Kristen, Kristen Bell was like weeping by the end of it. It was great because <laughs> when he yells the part about killing Van, Van Helsing, if he sees him, like everyone is losing their Lord, I slay him. Oh, uh, 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 uh. uh. yeah. So, so okay. So, my understanding from the gossamer layer of lore the movie gives us is we have we have one slayer and one watcher worldwide right watcher yes okay if that is the case Mm -hmm. if there is one slayer and one watcher worldwide and i'm lothos and i have some kind of weird tracking device on the slayer because who knows what she's in southern california i'll just get my ass to like i don't know japan for a while i'll I'll, I'll go further away Back to Romania, away. where vampires are from. Like, do yeah, something yeah. and just get away from. Her. Just, just leave the continent. There's a whole world out there for you. There's a lot of ways that they, felt they strange could, to me. That they could have explained. I'm like, does is there special like Slayer blood that they can smell? And they're like, I'm attracted to the, whatever that is. That's I, our I, missing ten minutes. That's that's, a, like, true, that's another True Blood thing that they they love Suki because they love Suki. She, she's she has that pixie blood. And, oh, uh, we all love Suki because she's Anna Paquin, Suki. and I, I I ride for Anna Paquin. I command you, Suki. Oh my God, <laughs> it's it's a good show. It's a, it's <laughs> okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> I know you'll hate it because I because it I is. describe it in a way that's that's absurd. But it's so um, wild. It's so absurd. But it's great. It's a great I show. caught like that's, ten that's minutes total, and I'm like, no, it's it for has me. to be something. It has to be something like that 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 that, that draws them together. Some, some, there needs some to be something or something that, yeah. that draws them. Well, because it, it also connects them together. Like it seems, yeah, it definitely seems like they are in Southern California because of the new Watcher. Like it definitely seems, but they don't. Not the Watcher Slayer. Yeah, but they Gosh. don't know their name, and it's a big deal for them to find out her name. But that's never explained. Well, like so it just kill her. She's gonna come right back. So just stay the fuck away from her. Go to Australia. Well, that's... That is like a weird thing that so on the TV show they corrected this by like it's 
saying like a new slayer is born definitely makes it seem like you got to wait for someone to get prego <laughs> right pop a new slayer out like Doesn't all that have shit. teeth yet but yeah. that's the thing is yeah. there is there a bloodline can you just be like you guys are the bloodline so you got to just keep fucking so we have a bunch of these slayers or is well, it a bobby hill lama sanglug situation <laughs> Or is it the firstborn of the bloodline? And that's it and so let me describe it. Jeez. I'm curious. So in the movie, it makes it seem like, well, I feel like there's other things like this where it's like, it's the same looking person, but they can be completely unrelated. But yeah. it does seem like it has to be uh, Christy Swanson in every, there's Christy Swanson <laughs> in every generation. You gotta yeah. wait for her. Gotta be well, your decades, Christy Swanson. But in the TV show, it's not necessarily that like, it has to always be Sarah Michelle Geller because there there are multiple times where there are multiple slayers because Buffy dies. Mm. So Faith winds up being a slayer for a little bit, Eliza Dishku, and then there's also a black African slayer who somehow winds up in Sunnydale. Um, and again, it's because Sarah Michelle Geller's character dies. So it's not always like you have to wait for someone to l- literally be born. It's just like, the next person becomes a slayer. I can't so remember like where the black one into comes the from. Next... Okay. Kind of, kind of. Okay. It's very bizarre, but you do wind up with multiple slayers. But then mm. I haven't watched the show in a long time. But so you do wind up with two, but then it always winds up going back to Buffy. And see, to me, it would make more sense if it's like, oh, we have like 150 of these slayers worldwide. They each have a watcher. Like once one of the slayers dies, the watcher has to go find a new one. But like, if there's more than maybe one vampire, you should have more than one Slayer, just like for yeah. efficiency's sake. Or maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's where the black one comes from. Because there's like maybe just like mm. one vampire in Africa or something. Like one Slayer. That, and that makes sense to me. Where it's like, yeah, there's, well, there's you, you, you might have a Sub-Saharan Africa yeah. Slayer and like a Saharan Africa Slayer. I guess there's, black, there's Black there. Dracula. There's Blackula. Yeah, there's Blackula. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. yeah, there's Blackula and Black Dracula. Different movies. <laughs> Which are different moves from the same year. That's some <laughs> shit. Oh, um, oh yeah. One's black, a bloater blame. That's that Rudy. It's, 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 it's the Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. Oh, 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 God. But oh. yeah, it's not super explained well. And then there's also like. um, This yeah. needed a TV show, right? To be fully. <laughs> to flesh it out. Yeah. Flesh it more. And it was yeah. great. Um, but there, yeah. And it's there's also like point where she's like drawn to him. I don't know. It that's never really it's, explained. It's and it's not it's, a vampire thing. <laughs> so like you can't just like, oh, of course vampires and slayers are drawn to no, like you have to explain this part to me. Yeah, it was it was rough that they kind of mm-hmm. just glossed over some stuff. Mm-hmm. So then anyway, so then we we get to modern times, we're in the valley. We get to watch a lot of cheerleading. Why? I don't know. Because then it's a very long <laughs> cheer dancing sequence. Yeah. Chris um, Swanson can't dance. The worst. She's very bad. Cheerleading. She's terrible. Southern California, known for its cheerleading. Not, not it's on this team. Christy oh, Swanson, she can't dance. And you can Correct. tell that everybody else is an actual dancer in this scene. Yes. But I don't I don't know why. I, this is the first time that I've been able to clock. Oh, here's how you can tell. Everyone else's full bodies are moving as they're dancing. Like if you're if, if you're doing like a leg thing, your hips are also gonna move. You can move your shoulders and shit. She is just doing the steps. Yeah. It's like it's like it's what hooked on phonics. I'm reading the sounds, not the words. Like that's basically what this was. Ain't no flavor in anything she's doing. And also, not for nothing, their blocking of this number is bad. 
You guys are all bunched together in the middle of the basketball floor. Space out some. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like they're, it's also bad because they are very clearly like dancing to the camera, not either side of the gym. <laughs> it's true. They're dancing, they're dancing to the basketball hoop. You're right. <laughs> they're so just like, they're oh. filmed head to toe too when 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 yep. when they're when they're bad split it up occasionally yes. on the foot occasionally Let's above so it doesn't cut, look as ter- terrible and, and and the full, the full green so man bad. blue bodysuit they're all wearing is distracting for me that's they, weird. Also, that's also not good. the most modest cheerleading costumes i've ever seen because they are all wearing like a full it's a two-piece I think, get up but then they have like a full body like a scuba well, suit no, it's like a three-piece it. so like most of them half of them are wearing yeah like a it's like a tank top leotard but like long leg like yeah. all the way to their ankles all the way down some people are just wearing like a short version of that mm-hmm. but like everybody's midriff is covered yeah. and they're not even dancing in like cheerleading skirts they're like culottes they're short yeah. culottes <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, not gulats. No, it's, right. it's, no, it's very high tea times, though. The guys are still like, ooh, <laughs> look at those fucking. Oh, Got to get some. Yeah, look yes. at that spandex blue, whatever. That's yeah, the, the shiny, oh, oh, the shiny yeah, spandex. Purple, is, whatever. It's yeah. unfortunate. It. It's what it's what the Hooters girls wear under their under their shorts. Yeah. So it is. Yeah, it is like shiny, but and it is. It just goes on for like so long. It's a full song. That it's like I don't think we needed this again. It's not good, and we get to see another one. We have to watch them do like the funky chicken later. Oh, in the how scene. funky is your chicken? Your chicken, how loose, how loose is, is your? Goose. But I, so I know that cheer. I didn't know there was a repeat. For all, for me, it's always how funky is your chicken? How loose is your goose? For them, how it's how funky is your chicken? How funky is your chicken? How loose yeah. is your goose? Our goose is super loose. But like, that ain't it. That's yeah, not loose the goose. <laughs> Yeah, it's like how Luke is. Yeah, that's what it is. I remember it from this. There's a there's a sequence in Freaks and Geeks that's very funny where they did that. Oh man, what what a what a what a fun mini series that show is. I think there's I think there's a mascot involved. It was it was very funny. That that, that's how I knew what they were doing, and I'm like, this is this is so bad. This is so bad. Um, and it's also like their mascot is some terrifying deranged hog. It looks like it's drunk. Yes. Or like I don't know. It was so very it looks I like. Mean, I mean, he's drunk. It's, it's not great. Um. So that's how we get introduced. Buffy is a bit of. She's like a blonde cheerleader. She's ditzy. She's into fashion. Her friends are more of the same, just as vapid. There's a black friend. There's the jealous friend who is like, "Don't buy that jacket. It's ugly." And then buys the jacket. Bought that jacket. And then it's and then there's the follower who just does whatever one person who seems cooler than her so mm-hmm. sometimes it's christy swanson other times it's hillary swank so like that's their crew um she dates a, a guy on the basketball team randall Battenkoff. um i think that's how you say his name yep. i believe you school ties school ties Oh, he is school. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We have a couple of people from School Ties and a couple of people from uh, Days and Confused pop up in this mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. And and the boyfriend from My Boyfriend's Back. It's an amazing movie. <laughs> Andrew Dick La- fell this, off. This is quite the Andrew Lowry triad uh, that, that, that we've closed with this film. Incredible. Oh, God. We did it. We I, didn't, uh, I didn't know did he was it. a person until this podcast started. Yeah. I'd never heard of that man before. He had a big role in this movie, too. He gets he did. slapped and he tries to, t- yeah, he gets yeah. pushed around. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to think of seeing any, anything else. Now I feel like I have to look it up. So I'm going to be distracted for looking up what yeah, else. I've, I've never heard of this man before, before we Andrew, started doing this podcast. It might be that I'm just thinking of the one we already did, which is my boyfriend's back. But I feel like there's like <sighs> also. Mess. 
Oh, you know who it is? It's um, it's the other guy from Swing Kids, uh, Robert Sean Leonard or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. They, He's they in look like, alike. He winds up being in like a vampire thing too. Okay, I get that. I they, they look, or they is could, that Jim they, Carrey? Because yeah. they look alike too. No, they do look it's, alike. <laughs> there is Jim Carrey, but then I think also like that's one bitten, but that's yeah, they look alike. But I think yeah. there also goes on to be okay. Anyway, not not the point right now. Um, so yeah, so those guys are like basketball douchebags, also with one of the guys who goes on to be fra uh in Dazed and Confused, uh-huh. Sasha something or others, his name, yeah, he, was he, he's pink, right? In uh, Dazed and Confused, no, pink is one of the London twins. Oh, is it pink Jeremy London? Who is he? I know he he plays the guy in the overalls, I can't think of his name, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and then the other people in the cast, besides Donald Sutherland, Paul Rubens. And Rucker Hauer are <laughs> Pike and Benny, who are like burnouts. How yeah. old are they? Do we know how old they are? They're not so in school Luke anymore, Perry right? He has like dog tags. So I was like, was he in the military? <laughs> He's got no, dog no. tags. He lives alone under that tire shop and he has forehead wrinkles like I got. He just got <laughs> back from Desert Storm. Right? He's got a flask. He's, he's some kind of lieutenant. <laughs> like he's, yeah, he's, he's been around. Age. He's been around. He's of age. Well, Everybody works full time really on nine hundred two. That's I mean the, the the shot of him walking into the into the dance and looking for Buffy with his eyebrows raised. I'm like motherfucker, you got nine lines in your hey, forehead. Like, you you're not in high school. Your damn hands off her. <laughs> I felt like that okay, was Christmas Oh God. That's I'm, I'm gonna do that one eventually. <laughs> a lot of pressure on that. It's a good movie. It's, it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah. It's weird we haven't done it yet, right? I know, right? Um, it seems odd. He is like 25, but still, those he looks that forehead those, though. Those wrinkled are Ooh, rough. Shit is deep. So, so those are the teens. Those are those are the cast of characters. Um, I think we've already so we called out that Stephen Root is in this. He plays the principal or administrator of some. Sort. Yeah. We also, I think yeah. these were two um, other ones. I think there's technically a third, but I didn't see him. Ricky Lake pops up as a waitress at yep. the yep. coffee shop. Yep. Oh, holy shit! Finally, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> ah! no, I was listening that. to a podcast the other day where someone did something. Said, "Oh my god, balloons! <laughs> where do balloons come from? Do I have to do a thing?" I was trying to make it happen earlier at work, it's and not it didn't. Doing it for so, me. Hey, sorry guys, I've updated my Zoom app. <laughs> You have to go up, and some, sometimes oh, it happens. You gotta like then a thumbs up, it. and then a thing happened. <laughs> I don't know how to make it happen again, but that was dope. That was a surprise. So Ricky Lake is a waitress at the coffee shop, and uh-huh. then Ben Affleck is on the opposing basketball team, and Just when gives the ball away. <laughs> um. Well, so that's okay. We're gonna skip around and talk about this now because I don't really see another good opportunity. So, actually, no. We'll have this. This will make sense. <laughs> So okay, fine, take the fucking ball. <laughs> so, hey, I'm gonna talk about why that happened. So obviously shit going on in this town, but Buffy and her friends are very oblivious to it. There's at one point she's watching television with her boyfriend at her house because her parents are going out of town and the news is on and it's like something went down today. Someone had a severe neck wound described as a really gross hickey. Okay. <laughs> I laughed at that part a little bit. I chuckled. A body disappeared from the morgue and like they are totally <laughs> They don't give a shit. 
I'm like, these newscasters are like, like, uh, this is like totally weird, dude. Because uh, <laughs> this, this is like Laguna Beach, like right. early early 90s, bro. It's just so weird. It's like the fourth kid, bro. They got yeah, big, it's like gross a string of murders were just on, like dude. severe so neck weird. wounds. Like, what's on, going on? Just some so totally weird. grody murders yeah. all across the Southland. So that's basically uh, like you're hearing this is happening in the background. Kids are just like not showing up at school. Their friends' bodies are just found like it's been like gross and like sitting out for like weeks. <laughs> a man has died. Why yeah. are you guys traumatized? Nobody really seems to care. So then one day we never see this happen, which I think is kind of like a missed opportunity. We do see like um Pike and Benny um like Pike gets taken, I think, by Paul. No, Benny gets taken by Paul Rubens. Yeah. Pike passes out. Um, Merrick the Watcher saves him. But like you don't really get to see a ton of people get like taken by the vampires or like how it happens or we whatever. See almost no actual biting. Yeah, you don't really yeah. see it. Um, but then you know that like people are just gonna pop up as vampires the next day, which mm-hmm. really goes against vampire lore. You gotta drink some of that blood back. It's just, sure just a bite. You gotta Maybe just just sucking the blood out of you does not make you a vampire. It's so not like they, a snake bite. You're, you're it's, an expert. It, it's in, a process. In, yeah, you're yeah. an expert in exsanguination. If if a vampire just bites you <laughs> and doesn't give you their blood, do you just like die? Is that just yeah. you just got murdered? Depends by on how a much blood you take. Depends on and, how much blood you take. It depends what this. movie or oh. book you're reading too. It's yes. a little so so it's not zombie rules. It's not like oh I've been bitten so I'm going to become a vampire eventually. It's like oh Ooh. I might just be bit and like get a band aid and be okay. In this film, you're bitten by a vampire. You're a vampire, which sure. just seems inefficient. That's, that was my now, understanding now, all along. Now we're running amok uh, with vampires. Why well, that's am I why I said we should anybody? be 95% vampires by now. So <laughs> I agree. Because I thought if you get bitten, then you're done. I yeah. agree. I refuse to believe it's just a bite. That's not the vampire world I live in, and it's not the vampire world I want to live in. Okay. <laughs> wow. Earn it. In True Blood, it's an affirmative act. They have to want you to mm-hmm. be one. They have to follow a certain process to oh, make Jesus. it Jesus. Yeah. yeah. In Interview with the Vampire, you have to get close to death. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then he gives blood back. And then you wait. And it's painful. And it's horrible. And so that's like a whole process. See, I thought Bury it was rabies rules. It, uh, yeah. You, yeah. Again, you drain some blood. And then you bury yourself with with the person you the want to become fuck? a vampire. And then yeah. you <laughs> dug up like 24 hours later. It's like, yeah. Now you're a vampire. God damn, that's you, intimate in I my know, mind. And oh, I will forever know where you are, and I can feel your presence. And yeah, I just felt like you get bit. You're a vampire now. Like that's. No, no, no. I'm trying to remember Twilight rules. I think Twilight rules. Oh, are the same. Twilight, like, those aren't vampires. And true blood, motherfuckers blood, walking around in full daylight and shit. And they're and sparkling. And true sparkling. Blood, blood is cold. fuck out of here. In true blood, it's it's gross. Well, it's, you know, it's very, you don't want to mix your blood and come together. But I, yeah, I, 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 I. I was fooled into going to see Twilight. We were going to see, I was on a date. We were going to see role models. And then okay. my date got me deliberately drunk at the restaurant in the same parking lot as the movie theater. Like, oh, we'll get one picture. And then it's like, oh, no, we're 10 minutes late for role models, I guess. Oh, no. All that's playing now is Twilight. Oh, no. She oh, no. really? Oh, no. My my that's very so good friend, li- little sis, uh, Liz Karen really fucked me over on that one i'm like god damn it liz but yeah she we talked about it like uh, maybe a year later it's like yeah i planned that all out like I, the whole thing was like yeah this is the reason i paid for dinner was like getting That's... drunk on picture after picture of beer before going to see twilight with me that is diabolical she's very clever 
That is uh, wild. Yeah, she's very Just funny. go fucking see you with somebody else. Who cares? Well, she was she was like a super fanatic who had read the books and all that. And I we were dating at the time. So it's like if I want to go see this, I'm sure she saw it 25 times in the theater. But yeah, but, why drag mm, you into this? Why waste my- I just wanted to see role models. But I saw role models. People <laughs> had children in that theater when I saw it. Shouldn't do that. Shouldn't do that. Babies were. I was like, this film <laughs> is too much for these children. Okay. Oh, anyway, brother. Um. So people are like popping up as vampires all the time because apparently you don't. This is this is why you need to have some sort of exchange because mm-hmm. every if everybody you bit, yeah, rabies rules. Too many fucking vampires. Yep. Everywhere. Um. So. And that's the part that's interesting because Cassandra does one of their friends. We don't really talk. We didn't really talk about. She winds up dead. Mm-hmm. We never see what happens. Um, Benny becomes a vampire and he's flying. Sure um, and then very, I'm hungry. Like the Marceline from Adventure Time is flying Arr! around. Just keep saying hungry. I'm hungry. You need You're to invite floating. me. In. And and I'm like, wait, why can't you just go in? Oh, they're following that part of the rule book. They're following yes, that rule book. Mike was so unbothered by this man floating outside of his window. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? Because he was tired and he he was, and and he has the flash. So he's hungover. Yeah, Yeah, tired and hungover. I don't care how tired I am. If I I walk to my bedroom window and see your ass out there, (laughs) I'd be like, Dave. Hey, bro, let let me in, bro. Come on, I'm hungry. I know we're upstairs. I just want to suck that neck, bro. Let me do it. Let me do it. Uh, Not now. Yeah, so he's he so just pops later up. then. Got it. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> he pops up outside of Pike's second story uh room and then the dude I should really figure out his character's name, but the dude from Days and Confuse shows up. <laughs> I'm guessing this basketball game is happening at night, though it looks so bright outside. Mm-hmm. Um but he's just for shows sure up, shooting day for night. Yeah, he he um shows up at the basketball game and wants to play basketball and <laughs> <laughs> they kind of let him but at one point like ben affleck he comes up on ben affleck and he's like oh you take it and you're like hey it's ben affleck before he got his teeth fixed um, right and lost a couple pounds it's like hey he's there and then the I, ref the goes over the coach is like, <laughs> like he's a gray person yeah <laughs> that's how you know uh, the gray. vampires are gray they, his they're, ears they're, they're are gray weird yeah his gray was spock ears bat ears and yeah. then like fangs and just red all over his mouth That's and the ref is like hey coach this isn't okay you gotta get him out and look get like him out of here it. and i'm like ref why don't you get him like no one wants to stand up to the so track. with the ears it's like a mix they 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 mix in nosferatu a little bit too a little yeah. bit. really they're just they're they're just picking like little yeah well on the tv show vampires look horrific on the okay. Buffy the Vampire City. Like, okay. super weird. Like, there's stuff with their nose and they're like unexplained the why their faces get so... But <sighs> it's like when, they, when they're when they in vampire mode because David Boreanaz appears as Angel when he doesn't eat blood or whatever because he learns how to survive without it. Unexplained now that I think about it. His face looks what? regular. <laughs> he learns to what? <laughs> he learns to survive without blood? He stops he learns to no blood? longer be a vampire, basically. But then he eats mm. some blood. Ooh! Boy, oh it I'm, gets I'm then he becomes show. bad. Oh, it's yeah. it's great. It's great. It's low T, but when he drinks some blood, he's high T. I'll just watch Charmed. Yeah. No, <laughs> I should really have refreshed my memory on how the TV show works. But they get these like weird wrinkly things, and like the lead vampire guy who lives in the hellmouth. He looks disgusting. In the hellmouth. So that's where on the TV show, Ugh. um, 
Buffy moves to Sunnydale, which is on top of the Hellmouth, which is why all of the spooky ghost witch vampire shit happens because they live on the Hellmouth, which is a portal to hell. Mm. No, Spooky no, I'm not watching scary. that. <laughs> Werewolf bar mitzvah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 30 rock. Um, okay, so then, yeah, that's where Ben Affleck pops up. Is there any other Seth Green is supposedly in a scene that I didn't catch? Is he? I think it's so little. He'd be using this. When, when, they're, when they're trying to get inside, there's that big fight outside. You see the back of his head mm. for a second. He says oh, he's oh, okay. cut out, but you can... His hair hasn't changed. It's the same kind of little spiky. Yeah. He's got the bright red. You, you 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 can see him, but it's it's for a second. Okay. Yeah. For a second. Okay. So those are all the people that pop up. Um, and then I guess just to cover their stuff. So the watcher pops up. Merrick. Interesting thing I learned about Donald Sutherland while listening to "Films to Be Buried With" by Brett Goldstein is. Donald Sutherland has it in his contract to whatever movie he's in, film the middle part of the script that he's a part of first, uh, because it takes oh. some time to like figure out who the character is. So it's like <laughs> if you're not great in the middle, it's okay, but you yeah. need to be really good at the beginning and wow. really good at the end. So shoot the middle so he That's has time to figure out the character. That's I don't know if he was given enough time to figure out this character. There's not really a character to figure out, but he like, does I have a lot, lot of questions stuff. about him. He does a lot of stuff with like a a, a white dainty handkerchief a lot. You're just like, what is this choice you're making? Basically a doily. Yeah, Yeah, he's carrying a doily. So Merrick just like pops up at the mall in front of Buffy once and it's kind of weird. And he pops up in like the locker room. He busts into their elevator the first time we see him. Yeah, he he does all this stuff because he just somehow senses. So that's the one thing I've always found interesting or I thought was interesting about this is that the watchers remember because he's like, I've done this for hundreds of lifetimes. Yeah. So the watchers always know and that there's like this institutional knowledge, I guess, or generational knowledge that's passed down. But the Slayers, it's from scratch every time. (laughs) They forget from the start. It's like she dies because a new one has to be born, but you have to. They didn't make it sound like Merrick has lived for hundreds of years. Right. It's just he's been doing this through hundreds of lives. That was one of the questions that I had. So so let's say Merrick, we, we see, no, spoiler alert, Merrick dies. So we see Merrick die. Um, am I to believe that there is like newborn baby Merrick somewhere who knows all this shit and is like, well, now I got to wait till I'm 95 to do it again. <laughs> like I have to be super old to do my job. So like mm-hmm. imagine, imagine you're like in, I don't know, first grade with Merrick and he's like hey, listen vampires are real I'm six like yeah. it just so there's a, a lot of soul it's a yeah. tortured a tortured horrifying soul All right because the other option is he just comes back like no a way. fully formed homunculus which like that doesn't make any sense either that's like, a terrible I don't have a good answer well, more of a car, probably like a, a growth a carbuncle on somebody oh okay I can see a carbuncle and then, yeah and then honestly a, this a, also a, a ties to what we do in the shed yeah, this ties to what with, we do in the shadows. Oh, does it? Yeah, there's right. one. There's one vampire that. Yeah, it's very similar. <laughs> um, but yeah, just dour little six year old Merrick the Watcher right. hiding in shadows on the playground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting. And then we we just don't get to see. We truly don't get to see enough of like Merrick and Buffy together. We see a lot of training montages, which are great. He lives in some sort of giant house where the ceilings are tall enough to have full training where she's flipping and kicking and jumping yeah. and 
Yeah. Beautiful house. Beautiful. It was like a neighborhood them. cathedral, basically. That's yeah. that's that's yeah. the living. That's the privilege of living hundreds of years. You figure out ways to make money, and you're just permanently rich. It's a, but see, but he didn't live hundreds of years. He dies all the time, and it just comes back over and over again. I guess. Right? Does even he then, die every time? Is that also the assumption we're making? The movie didn't tell us they were they were cutting it for time to keep it under an hour and twenty. <laughs> so mm. hey, we weren't able to find out this information. Well, like I wonder, mm. maybe okay. Mm. Counterpoint: What if the Watchers they live through a it's it's they still live many generations. Like it's there's always a new Watcher. But what if like America he dies? That really fucking sucks. Um, but what if before that he had lived through like other Watch like other Slayers? Like what if he had trained like two other slayers in his lifetime do we think that's a possibility it is but then the cold open showed me that's always donald sutherland <laughs> like i don't know but that's I what just, i'm saying yeah. he lives he gets trained a couple but then well, he I also comments trains, on they, the, the slayers probably die more often than the watchers yeah because he's like oh we got to you late job which i was just like well, what were you doing what do you mean you got to her late where have you been this <laughs> you is your one fucking do. job yeah you watched the other one die i don't know how many years ago so see yeah the these are questions that are best served by making this into a TV show. But it was yeah, just stuff true. that I was just like, we don't really learn a lot. He sets her up a lot to like see how good she'll be. And you're just like, and you try to make sure she's a natural talent. Why don't you just train her? Train her up. Well, and that's one of the problems that I had here. Because the movie makes an odd choice. They kind of do the Jason Bourne thing. Where it's like, oh, you have all these skills and abilities. You just don't realize it yet. But if that's the case, the fuck are we training her for? She knows how to do everything already. She's Neo in the Matrix and she knows Kung Fu. Like, there's no reason to, like, make her do drills. She can do everything already. Yeah, he literally... Maybe he has to be awakened within you. I don't know. They got to keep pushing. Well, they did that when he threw a knife at her face. I was going to say, he throws a fucking knife at her face and she catches it. And you're like, what more does she need? She catches it and does not react to the fact that she caught it. If that was me, but what the fuck did I just do? But she's like, yeah, I'm just going to hold it here in my face so you come to get it. That's very it weird filmed. choice. It's definitely filmed backwards and then pushed the other way. Like, <laughs> well, of course, it, it, was. it, it looked ridiculous. It, <laughs> yes. it, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh my god! It was obviously yeah. filmed in reverse. No, yeah. it's uh, she. She has the attributes yeah. to do the job, and I think just I think we're supposed to assume she just needs a little, a little more refinement to be able to be a full on yeah. slayer. I guess maybe put her in taekwondo when she's five. Find what happens. Sure. Yeah. Curious yeah. what that would look like. Yeah. So it's like, again, this is where I'm saying, don't think too hard. It's still entertaining. It is funny. There are jokes. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, it's just like, you can't, you can't learn. You can't think too hard about it. Um, but there's also like a thing that he says that we learn later that like, when she's drawn to Lothos or whatever, like he can't interfere. And I'm like, what the, f-? or can he not? Like he does kill vampires. So he's not yeah. very good at it. So like, can you not, in- which part can- can't you interfere with her fighting vampires or her fighting Lothos? I, I assume it's a specific Lothos thing, but okay. it's it's literally one line in the script where he's like, yeah, you're fighting him. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> it's like, she's not like, hey, man, how come? It's like, I mean, oh, we, we oh see, of course. We see Luke Perry kill a vampire at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's very yeah. much like a, yeah, I can't. Does he say it as he's dying? Because no. he goes... Oh, no, you're right. He says it before. But yeah, yeah, she's drawn to Lothos. We're not entirely sure why, because it seems like a bad situation where, like, when she feels vampires around, she gets something that feels like a menstrual cramp, yeah. which I was like, in a, like, not a Ooh. good tip off. 
because that's uncomfortable and I don't want to be in pain and have to fight off 20, 30 vampires. That's uncomfortable. And also like a few days a month, you don't know if there's a vampire around or not. Exactly. (laughs) Your spidey sense is useless for a while. Yeah, it's useless, yeah. but you're also kind of drawing them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I listen. I mean, bears. Yeah, you're, you're attracting bears. <laughs> Back to bears. <laughs> Hear that, Ron? Bears, uh, bears, Ron. Bears. <laughs> oh, bitch. Okay. Um, oh, boy. So, yeah, it's just, and we, and it's, it's, yeah, it's just not explained. So I don't want to spend too much time on it because it really does hurt your brain. Yeah. Um. So then we've got Lothos. We don't really... Is he the first vampire? Is he just a bad vampire? Unclear what, what Lothos's motivation is, what his deal is. He wasn't super menacing. We don't know why she's drawn to him. We don't know what brought him to LA. Yeah. Uh, Dana, we had to keep player? it to 80 minutes or less. We had we could Rutger not Hauer for three days. This is all we could do. <laughs> You know, I, I, we talked about it when, when, when when you pay these big stars to be in movies like this, there's just, we thought we had to go one take. This is what you get. Well, we talked about in the very beginning, they kind of pick and choose their vampire lore. I'm assuming Lothos is like a Lestat character where you kill him and all the vampires that are underneath him also die. If he's an MLM, all the vampires in his downline die. First of all, first of all, first of all, I'm going to ask you to, I'm going to ask you to hold up on that. That's not what happens with the stat because they literally fucking try to kill him and they wouldn't do that if it would knock out the author bloodlines. Oh, is the stat only in one thing? Am I thinking of a different vampire? Who's the stat is interview the vampire? Oh shit. There's a different vampire I'm thinking of then. Okay. There was one, it was, it was like a 2000s vampire movie where it's like, oh, we have to kill. If we kill, was it queen of the damned? Were they killing Aaliyah? Oh, she's the original vampire. Okay, I that think. must be what I'm thinking of. Then, where it's like it if also, you kill her, then all the vampires die. And I it think also, also comes in, into play in interview or in what we do in the shadows. It's mm-hmm. like that if you if someone kills your maker, then it does cascade down. Okay, kind of. I think oh. it might have also been in was it, is it Underworld? Is that the movie franchise? Oh, uh, maybe it was with Underworld. the lichens. Yeah. The rise of the lichens is one of those. I think it's that that rule on that one too. So mm. like, if Lothos is the reason that all the other vampires like draw back to him, cool. You kill him, they all go away. You gotta tell me that, and also explain why you've been trying to do this for a thousand years and none of them yeah. have been able to get to him. Yeah, she does it pretty easily. Yeah, well, because he also like tries to find her, and there yes. are plenty he of puts opportunities. puts himself in danger often. Where he could kill her and he doesn't, which happens all the times in films. I'm not going to. All these vampires could kill her and don't. He could kill her and instead of playing a violin solo. Like, yeah. dude, no. She doesn't even know you're here yet. You could just it's... shoot her and it'd be over. Yeah, it's yeah. the thing in Austin Powers where it's like, <laughs> gonna... I'll just go get my gun right now. No, 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 Scotty, no. I think it's also what is it the Simpsons with the the Hank Scorpio episode was like I'm gonna kill you before someone explain my entire plan and you're gonna die now. I'm gonna kill you. It's gonna take twenty minutes for this thing to actually laser to reach you, but when it gets there, that's it for you. (laughs) Just kill him. It's not these jokes have been done, but it was definitely like you kept just being like, just kill her right now. Just kill her. He literally, they have her in like the Rose Parade graveyard, whatever the fuck that thing yep. was in Pasadena, yep. which I'm also like, those things are made of flowers. None of them should look like this. No, they're they're made of actual anyway. flowers. They're made of real anyway. roses. Yeah, yeah. It's not papier mache. It no. is fucking flowers. 
Um, but he has her in that thing. She is like in trance. This is where they kill Merrick. And then they keep walking. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but just fucking kill her too. <laughs> these these vampires play by Bruce Lee movie rules where it's like, there's 40 of us. We got to fight you one at a time though. There's a yeah. there's a shot um when she walks out of the dance and they're like we're coming here for Buffy and we have to go like she has like 45 cartwheels and shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. you watch the actors in the background, they look ridiculous. She's yeah. fighting one dude and they're like, ha, hey, ha. I'm like, just jump her, man. There's there's shocking. 40 of you guys standing around. A lot of bad fight reactions. Oh yes. shocking. It's the entire um, fucking movie, man. Uh, the whole thing. Uh, these uh, these vampires in some moments can be super strong. So for reasons, no, fucking Paul really. Rubin's arms get ripped off. Yep. <laughs> but then later, he can pick Luke Perry up by one arm. And yeah. you're like, oh, my God. Um, but then they're fighting people in the gym. And Luke Perry, his swings. His he is a terrible. Is re- I happen to pause it at the perfect moment where it's like, oh, his his torso has turned, but his arm is like straight behind. I'm like, that's not how you punch anybody. That's terrible. It's a punch. You just want to catch him with like the side of your. He's throwing a discus essentially. Like that's not how you punch. Yeah, but these vampires are like super strong. But then in moments in the gym, someone just like kicks him in the gut, and they're like, every every face kick from Buffy. They they panic. I need consistency. It's not like they they were like, I'm weak now, but (laughs) suck some blood. No, I'm super strong. No, No, none of that. They, they just some of them go to the gym some don't basically yeah correct so it is very wild um that is one of the funny lines where paul rubin's like buffy is in the basement with or in the boiler <coughs> i don't know she's somewhere with amelin <laughs> and lothos and he's like we're immortal we can do anything and she goes clap and he yep. can't he can't because he only has one arm so that, that was pretty good that was pretty great he looked he looked he looked very sad in that moment yeah. Sound of one hand clapping. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that scene. Then there's um, when she is doing the fights. A lot of times she'll do like a somersault, seventeen back handsprings to go a lot get of a thing. And it's and like, yeah. Wouldn't it have just been faster to run and like slide and pick up? What, but so we got to show that she is athletic. I guess. Well, and the funny thing showed is... that earlier. Flip, flop, flip. Uh, I'm a former gymnast. The opening okay? scene. You're athletic. Get it. The, the funny part for me is I, I don't, I guess when they shoot these scenes for most movies, like the way that they edit it, maybe they speed it up a little bit to watch her tumble and have to like regather her steps between each one. I'm like, oh, this is sad looking <laughs> like yeah. Simone Biles would never. This is how like a regular person looks doing all this cartwheels and shit. Yep. It's not it's not fast enough. It no, seems no. inefficient. I was like, it seems like a waste of time. Yeah. Um. So she, so there is a final showdown in the gym, um, but Buffy doesn't. Does she bring her own weapons? I feel like Pike brings a bunch of fucking steaks. Uh, Pike, to her. Pike brings them because we see him at one point in his apartment, like sharpening a long wooden mm-hmm. brush into a stake. And I think okay. I, he's right. And I think she, I think he, she kills what Amelin is that his name with like a sharpened ruler because that did not had. Okay, I was gonna say it had yeah. no it had no depth to it. It was just like a yeah. like a picket. Which is truly one of I like I feel like that scene sometimes pops in my head because it's so Helen so is Paul Rubens and it gets stabbed oh. and he's like, oh ah, uh, <laughs> uh, 
<sighs> and he like slides down and he pops back up. <gasps> the part that got me was the, 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 the three <clears throat> sad little kicks. <laughs> just three. It's not like it's hard kicks. It's like he's just tapping his foot on the wall. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is good. Sometimes, um, like, if it's I, really like, good. If I feel like in my own house sometimes I'm like, ah. Ah. <laughs> no, it's very. It's almost fan. It's Family Guyish. Yeah, ah, it's Family Guy with the skin knee. Ah, but it, it goes on just as long too. So I, I saw. Yeah, I, saw I, I loved it. Liked it. it I'd, 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 I'd forgotten about it because. Yeah. Oh, I remembered. I, I don't have to tell you. This movie came out thirty-one years. <laughs> thirty-one years. And I was like, "Holy oh. shit!" I, I saw oh this when God. I was like, I saw this when I was like ten. I'm like, yeah, long fucking time ago. Oh my god! Years. Oh Jesus, we're old. God yeah. damn. Um. So yeah. So then there's that, and there's like a fight in the boiler room, but somehow Buffy runs away, and she holds up her cross to. Oh, this was weird. Lothos, <laughs> okay. and he's like, "Oh, you think that's gonna help?" And she's, and then I think he lights it on fire, but then she sprays it with hairspray. Yeah. And then the flames engulf his face, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I love it." It was. It was. It was. It was <laughs> It was so strange because number one, I don't think about vampires having fire powers. So him like igniting this crucifix in front of his face just because he can do it was weird. Then she sprays him with the hairspray. We see, and I'm like, oh, this is this like a vampire rule that I don't know if you burn a vampire, it hurts them. He is unbothered by this. And the the editing is, it looks terrible. The effect is bad. But I'm like, so why did you do any of this? He's totally fine. (laughs) Like he's completely unscathed. Totally fine, completely in game. Seems to enjoy the fire engulfing his face, yeah. but somehow she gets away. Yeah, it becomes one of those herbal essences commercials, essentially, with this it's, shit in his hair, and then she just takes off running while he's having an orgasm. It felt like they were out of ideas, and like, well, there's only a few <laughs> ways they can be killed, so we got to fill some time here. What can we fire? Some kind of a cross, which fire Over something cross does fire? fire and interview the vampire. It does get oh stat. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it can't yeah. be a thing. Like a, uh, Frankenstein, bullet, so. a silver bullet through the heart in 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 some lore, you can do it that that's way. Werewolves. That's werewolf, though. That's that's werewolves. Is it werewolves? That's, that's lichens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some weird. Yeah, silver, silver's a werewolf thing. Some weird yeah. lore out there. Yeah. There is sometimes crossover. Um, so then she gets away. They fight in the gym. All of a sudden, Lothos has a sword, and she grabs the <laughs> California state flag on a yeah. flagpole. Of course, and they fight, and that's how she gets him. Yep. That's it. Uh, that's it. No other <laughs> vampires die. No, um, we don't see them all like fall down. We do see Stephen Root throwing um detention, detention slips, slips on a on a bunch of dead bodies after this. But that's detention. Detention. <laughs> um, and I feel like in most like vampire movies, like you stake a vampire, it's like just yeah. yeah. That's yeah. like the coolest is because Buffy on the TV show always just. Hits him real quick, and she gets yeah. her stake back. It's quite delightful. Just that's pretty dope. Yes, or like other. You're right. If it was like a, like a thing where he passes down all the other vampire, it's just yeah, that's just it. And we're like, just, yeah, that would have been okay. ten million dollar budget. They only had seven. But you guys have twenty five minutes left. <laughs> Why right. don't you do something? And so no, it's a stake them. The stake stays in. Can't get it out, and they're just on the ground. And and. One of the things I was waiting for in this as like a solution is, well, the sun's going to come up after this 
senior Ooh, dance that is not prom. Will come up. Yeah. <laughs> so if we can just position them in such a way that we can like shine sunlight on them via mirrors or something, then that'll take them all out. Like, no, no, no. It's just we're just gonna fight one of them. There's yeah. probably thirty thousand vampires in LA right now, just like running wild. But we're gonna kill Lothos yeah. and that's it. Especially if every yeah. time someone gets bit, they get turned into a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, I mean, they don't bite a lot of people. They most just like hiss at them and like make a hand, like a, a claw with their hands. They don't really do a lot of biting. But yeah, one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on this week? Uh, uh, okay, hang on. I was looking up the other... <laughs> vampire movie that is that's not once bitten it's my best friend is a vampire with robert sean leonard that's the is other that right okay that okay. sounds really familiar and i don't From know like why. 87 yeah i don't think i've seen... ever seen it but we oh, found a guy who looks just like jim carrey and we'll we'll just do the movie again a little different it'll be good i, I right? think i'm conflating that with my good. stepmother is an alien uh, which yeah. is also from around that same time and it is mm-hmm. as bad as you can imagine Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm I'm gonna take the punk's way out on this one because it was this person's uh feature film debut, oh, and we are supposed to see yeah. if this is the start of something big. Yeah, we don't <laughs> often do the start of big things. That is true. So I'm gonna take this as an opportunity to notice that this is the start of big things for this person. Mm. Um, she originally is on something called ABC TGIF. Is a TV series. I don't know what it was, uh, but uh, in 1989. No, that was hmm. when they they had so they had TGIF, but then they also had like <laughs> ABC TGIF was all they had like once a season. All of the stars of their TGIF shows would like get together and hang out together. No way. And it wasn't that it wasn't like great. a scripted show. They did it. They did it every year for Halloween later on. Uh, the Boy Meets World cast would get together with like the cast of Family Matters and the cast of Full House. And like all just kick it together and do like we're having a party. And I think ABC TGIF was like all it's essentially like battle the network stars, but no athletics. Just all of it our is, stars are getting together to hang out. It was supplemented with animation running skits and short gags, but it doesn't make sense that Hillary Swank, this would have been her first credit because well, that, that's true. <laughs> she wasn't on any of the shows yet. So this was that Hillary Swank's first credit was ABC TGIF. Okay. Her next one was Harry and the Hendersons, the TV show. Oh, oh the TV show. Loved it as a the kid. The movie was great. but the TV I'm show. sure the show was dookie now, but I loved yeah. that as a kid. It was, it was on for a bit. She was also yeah. on two episodes of Growing Pains, which is big oh, yeah. for me. I don't remember her, but okay. Um, she was on Evening Shade. This was her first film. Um, we skip around. Her next big film was the next Karate Kid a film oh! I have seen too many times. I've seen it a lot of times. Um, She's in a bunch of... I feel like we we really don't have a lot of like fun TV movies anymore because she's like in a true. shit ton of TV movies um, where Cries on Her, the Donna Yak, Yaklich story, <laughs> Tara and the Family, Dying to Belong, The Sleepwalker Killing... Um, and those are just TV movies that she was oh, in. I love Leaving these LA is a TV show. Um, she was in something called Quiet Days in Hollywood in '97, and she played Lolita. Oh no, we're, we're um, getting to something here. We're getting to something. She also <laughs> she coming. also goes on to be in 16 episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 That's from '97 right. to '98. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Then she has her big breakout with Boys Don't Cry. Boys where she Brandon don't cry. cry. <laughs> that movie is a rough watch. I have it's, watched it. It is. I did not. I, first time I watched it, did not know the story. The ending oh. is fucking it's awful it's, horrendous it's, it's not it's, great Christ. it's one of those where it's like i'm happy that i saw it one time yeah no you're not going time. back never again Requiem for a dream saw it once that was enough that's and it'll stick with you you see yes. it's i could i could do a dramatic i don't want my arm cut sure. off because of that yeah. that's why i don't um, do eldon person on that game oh. show. yeah i was listening to some podcast talking about she should have won an oscar for that. should have she's yeah. so good in that movie good. really good so fucking good Oh, good. We're never doing um, for the pod, but she's very good in that movie. Yeah. Um, she's in The Gift in 2000. Um, I'm trying to skip around because she does have a lot of credits. Um, something called The Core, Iron Jagged Angels. It's a TV TV oh, the, movie. The, the Core. The Core is where the Earth, the core of the Earth stops spinning. And we have to send scientists down <gasps> to the core of the Earth to yes, fix yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that yeah. was in 2003. Yeah. Um, then she goes on to her next big one, Million Dollar Baby, in two thousand four. Wow. I think that's, that's so her good. another that her tough first ending. Oscar. Jesus I believe so. Okay. She didn't get one. Some... I think she was nominated for Boys Don't Cry. Don't cry. Another okay. Tough role at the end there. Man. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, she is in Black Dahlia. Then she's in Freedom Riders in two thousand seven. Okay. Um. Okay. She plays Amelia Earhart in two thousand nine. And Amelia, that was a good one. Don't recall oh, that. Seen it. How do you make up? We don't know what happened. Like, to just make up the ending. Well, they don't go into that. Oh, I guess they, you just show her take off. She just off. starts her yeah. flight. Yeah. Just like, See you soon. And then just <laughs> back well, on Tuesday. We don't know. We don't know where she is anymore. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we'll uh, we'll she, keep a lookout. She has some real ebbs and flows in her career, which is really rough because then she goes on to me in like New Year's Day in 2011. Oh, no. Cha ching. Mary yep. and Martha, the houseman, you're not you. Yeah. Uh, she's in some Fergie video in 2014. What? She's in something called God. Spark, a space tale with her voice only in 2016. Whoa. She was in Logan Lucky in 2017, which is one Love of Love that movie. I don't know that one. What a she great a FBI oh, Soderberg. Agent in that one. She's really good. Don't know she's it. Soderbergh, Channing Tatum, Daniel Craig, uh, Adam Driver. Wow. Um, it's fantastic okay. it all Rough. takes place in like north carolina yeah. it is okay it's good. i can't it's, remember who the other it, female it's a heist is. I, yeah I it's a heist it's a heist oh, thing. i love a heist movie um i want to say it's not riley keogh but it's like someone someone along those lines mm-hmm. is the female in that one then something called like 55 steps what they had trust i am mother which was a netflix thing in 2019 she was on uh, a few episodes of bojack horseman the mm. hunt she was very good in the hunt i did like yeah, that film from 2020 not seen it oh it's good um and then recently she was on something called alaska daily which i think is canceled that was a newspaper in, in alaska and she yep. yes. yep. yeah that. That, that, i wasn't gonna laugh <laughs> yeah she was on a podcast called zero tolerance as sergeant mm. joanne barnes and her most recent credit is the good mother from 2023 and she's got two upcoming projects. But yeah, wow. Hillary Swank. Was this the start of something big? You bet your ass. Yeah, was. yeah, it was. And yeah. she's she's pretty good in this movie. Like she's not bad. I I wasn't she's like, a, oh, she's she's, she's a not, little extra. She's, she's a little, little extra. Yes, but the movie's about a high school tree that kills vampires. <laughs> so like yep. it's it's not super far off of the <laughs> overall pace. 
she's a lot. She goes yeah. like real hard on some of the line she, readings. She's but. trying to get her shit in. She's trying to make sure yeah. we notice her. And I noticed her. Um, so that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to nut some superlatives. This was tough this week. A bunch of the characters die. Um, there's like two survivors that we know anything about, and that's Buffy and Pike. So like, bear with me here a little bit. Um, Pike is most likely to say Pike. No, not Mike. Pike. Yeah, with a P. Yeah, Pike. Every time he introduces himself, because I didn't know his name was Oliver. So oh. I wrote that before I realized his name was Oliver. And Buffy is most likely to turn her Slayer training into the latest Los Angeles fitness craze in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. This will be right through a Tybo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this next movie is Dave's pick. Dave, what are we going to watch next? Boy, I had, I had two up. I don't know what to pick. Um, love vampires. I, I have a vampire one. And I have a oh. sequel, the one we've already watched. I oh, oh, really tough. Eeny, meeny. Teen Witch Two, huh? No. <laughs> Final Destination Two. Uh, vampires. We're doing vampires. Okay. 1987. Jason Patrick, Ke- Kiefer Sutherland. We're gonna watch the Lost Boys. It's about fucking time we watch the Teenage Outsiders. And I'm like, we're the vampires. Motorcycle <laughs> gangs, and guess what? They're vampires. And, oh, and there's also that dude playing the sax. I haven't seen oh. it, but there's a guy playing the sax apparently. Sure. So, Dana, you don't, you don't know the sax, the, the shirtless sax player. In, oh, I'll I'll, I'll, put, I'll send I'll, I'll send a gif in our in our group text after we finish this recording. I'll just watch the film. Apparently, uh, you, I just got to be see this gift. No, the gif is <laughs> the gif itself is top five all time. It's a very very good. One. Sticking with the vampires, let's do Love it. it. All right, all right. Well, it's guys. Vampire October. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm not gonna pick one of those. So. Oh. Uh, that <laughs> does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recap and Gown Pod. That is R E C A P N G O W N P O D, and join our Facebook group, the Recap and Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Kimberly, like we care, I'm sure. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.